Joining us now is uh, State Senator from District 20, Rich Draheim. Senator, good morning. Thank you so much for joining us. Good morning, Jeff. Thanks for having me. How was your weekend? Were you able to enjoy some of it? We had hockey tournament in Hudson. All right. Well, let's uh, talk about the legislative session because you were busy in that last week. Um, boy, it's the time where you're getting some uh, big bills that have been uh, going through. And I guess uh, the big one uh, this week, or one of the big ones uh, for you anyway, is the uh, education uh, bill that went through. Tell us about that. Well, I served as vice chair of, of the higher education um, committee for, for four years. And so I'm pretty passionate about that. Um, and we, we went and, and worked a lot on transparency, trying to set up metrics to, to track the, the state-run colleges and universities and what can we do to help lower the cost or at a minimum not see continued rises in cost of going to college. And, and one thing that I really pushed for was getting people to a two-year degree where they didn't have to spend, uh, you know, a thousand bucks a semester on books. I, I, that, that was, you know, for the, the, B, the AA or the AS degrees, you know, the, the shorter degrees, it'd be sure nice to get people through at, at least that. And, and part of the, the problem is it costs too much. And so we pushed something called a Z degree, which is something that I was championing when I was on that committee and uh, was fortunate enough to to have some of that put into this new um, higher ed bill three more universities are are buying into that it's a slow process you have to get a buy-in from the campuses too but we want more affordability for people and and that affordability starts at the state schools and especially the two-year programs so the the more attainable that is for for our youth the better um, for society in my opinion so we're we're gaining, and, and that was kind of fun to see yeah, last week. You know, we have heard a lot, and I have, as you probably have as well, a number of friends who have uh, been, uh, you know, putting their seeing their kids go to colleges uh, and such. Uh, do you have any idea, just off the top of your head, what it costs? You know, to get, uh, you know, let's just say a you know a state uh, university. If you go to the state college system, any idea what the average cost of that is nowadays? You know, I, I don't I, I don't remember what numbers we had. Um, you know, I, I have a niece that'll be going to to Northfield at one of the the nonprofits or the you know I think Carleton to be mm-hmm. honest. And I know what it costs there. My my brother told me what that is, and that's that's a big number. Um, but you know, I, I'm all about choice and transparency, and and that's what I try to work on. Um, you know, we we have to keep the the price of the 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 state schools at a minimum to get people in. I went to a state school, very proud of my, you know, my education at, at Mankato State is what it was called when I went. And, um, you know, whatever we can do for all our kids, you know, we, we have a lot of campuses. We're very fortunate here in Minnesota, uh, but it costs too much. And, and you know, it's room board, it, it's books. It, it's the differential between online courses and, uh, in classroom courses, and and that's something we've been pushing too. Um, the state schools were charging more for online courses versus in classroom courses, and um, you know had a a faulty argument on why they were doing that. It was just for profit, and and it shouldn't shouldn't be that way in our state schools. 
Once again, Senator Rich Traheim is with us right now. We're talking about the education bill. Okay, that got through the Senate. Do you have any idea uh, what the House has been working on? Is their bill going to be similar to yours, or will there be uh, some uh, some uh, wrangling going on in the uh, the committees? <laughs> Wrangling's probably an understatement. Yeah. <laughs> so we'll have uh, polar opposites come out of the House and the Senate, and. Uh, you know, it'll be it'll be challenging, and that's part of the reason we're trying to get through all of our our budget bills this early. Um, you know, because we go to the end of May or May twentieth, around there, and we need that long to work work across the aisle and and uh, with the house to try to find a compromise on all these big budget bills. Let's move on. Uh, there has been, uh, as you know, a lot of unrest, especially in the uh, city of uh, Brooklyn Center, which has uh, been the hub of the latest uh, police shootings, uh, shooting that uh, went on. Uh, has there been talk of legislation? We talked with uh, Representative Lippert last week, a DFL member in the House. What about a Republican in the Senate? Are, are you receiving any input to, to perhaps pass some type of legislation that might uh, just, uh, or, uh, address some of the issues? You know, we passed something this last summer, and we really haven't given time, um, you know, more more education, uh, more training for, for law enforcement. Um, and then with COVID, it was hard to get all agencies to do it. And, and most agencies, I believe, were already doing that training uh, from, from the groups I have talked to. Um, you know, we, we banned that chokehold uh, or the neck restraint. Um, there was another um, a training called like warrior training, I think is how it was described most often. Uh, that is banned also. Um, and a couple other things, but we, you know, th- these were things that were voted on bipartisan supported, um, provisions last year and, and we just need time to get them, get them to work. Um, so I, we, I don't see us in the Senate carrying any other, um, law enforcement reform bills at this time. Um, you know, I, I don't, this last, um, incident, um, you know, I don't think any training in the world would have helped that accident from happening. Uh, I don't. I don't think it was intentional. Um, you know, she yelled "taser, taser, taser," and um, and I truly believe that she thought she had her taser in her hand. Um, tragic. It's awful. But there, there's a there's a lot going on in the metro. So I just urge people to. Uh, if they do have to travel up there to, to keep their eyes open, uh, a lot of activity, um, both the National Guard, the troopers, our conservation officers get hauled in too um, to help out. Um, and and then, I, then we've seen some federal trucks around a lot too, so I don't know what they're up to, um, but they're, you know, we've seen them taking pictures and 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 driving around with federal plates, big black SUVs, just like <laughs> the perception is um, that they're the the men in in black, I guess, driving around. So uh, you know, I just hope everybody stays safe this week and, and uses their head. And um, you know, I, I I have a feeling we'll be sent home early this week, um, but I don't know. I'm as soon as we're done here, I'm headed up, and I. I pack for the week and and see what happens, but uh, I, I'm guessing we'll be sent home early. Mm. 
Uh, once again, Senator Rich Rayheim is with us from District 20. Uh, let's move on to uh, one thing I wanted to ask you about, and that is, as a ch- you're the chair of the Housing Committee, uh, so you've been working on, we've talked about this legislation on putting a sundown to uh, the eviction restrictions that we've had in place uh, with uh, the COVID pandemic. Uh, how's that going? Is that uh, gone through yet? Yeah, we, we passed that. It was the... Um the the first bill that we got through the Senate with controls on future actions from a governor that is veto proof. So I'm kind of kind of proud of that. We worked really hard on both sides of the aisle, came to a compromise on it. Um, so it's a, a kind of a super majority. Um, you know, not as many votes as I normally get on my bills. But to have that language in it and get that many Democrats supported, um, you know, it was it, w- it was pretty neat to see. But the important thing for the public, that's inside baseball stuff, but if you know somebody that is either a tenant or a landlord and, and they have people that are in rears or owe money for rent, we have a program and we have the money. Uh, so to help people, um, rent help dot mn dot org i believe is the uh um the website that they can get um signed up hopefully this week um and and get help so they can help with their past rents on this website it tells you what you have to have ready to do it when they make it live uh, most states are live we are not here in minnesota most states have done away with their uh, eviction moratorium and lease termination which means you can't kick someone out of their apartment other than a few circumstances. I think 42 states have already done this. So we're way behind here in Minnesota. So we need the House to act on that. But the important thing with that whole bill is if people need help, go to that website, get signed up. If you're a landlord or a property owner and you have tenants that are behind, go to that landlord, see what has to be done. Go talk to your tenants and and, uh, let's get you help to get everybody squared away so we can move on. And Senator Dreheim, let's talk about what's uh, coming up this week. Uh, what are the big things? Now, you had mentioned before you expected to be uh, sent home early. Is that because of the, uh, the the Chauvin trial, or is that because of the unrest in Brooklyn Center that we're seeing now? All of the above. Mm-hmm. Um, so we, we, you know, they reinforced the fence or put up a new fence around the Capitol, um, you know, moved in some heavy equipment. Um, you know, literally thousands and thousands and thousands of, of National Guard troops um, were on call or activated. Uh, I think more troops are on call or activated than what we have in Afghanistan. So pretty pretty scary really, and sad in my opinion, but um, that, that we had to do that here in Minnesota. Um, but yeah, so I, I think, you know, today is the closing arguments. Um, for the trial, and uh, you know, I, I don't think it matters what is going to be found. I think there's going to be unrest either way. So, it, it, it unfortunate, um, you know, more looting, more more burning. Uh, I I'm all for the peaceful protests. Uh, it's just what happens after dark that I I, I don't care for. Uh, and as far as leg- from a legislative standpoint, uh, are there any? What's the big things coming up this week that we should keep our eyes out for? Well, we we have um, 
you know, we'll have uh, probably two big bills a, a day up this week. Um, and, and there are, when I say big bills, there are budget bills. Um, so I'll have my housing committee bill up. Um, I think we have a state government one up. Um, you know, we'll have, so all our committees will eventually be done. Um, I, I, I think this week will be our last week for, for committee uh, budget bills. And then we'll start conference committees with both Republicans and Democrats in the House and Republicans and Democrats in the Senate. And then sit out, sit down and try to hash out our differences and see what we can come to for a compromise. All right. Uh, that's all we have. Uh, Senator, thank you so much for joining us today. Certainly appreciate it. Have a good week, and we'll talk to you next Monday. Yep. Thank you, Jeff. Mm-hmm. Bye. State Senator Rich Dreheim joins us every uh, Monday during the legislative session at 720 to talk about this week's actions. we got uh, Rich back in in two minutes. Here's latest from MNN. Minnesota 